because we're now back with Geeks with Kids, the number one podcast for everything geeky, everything parenting, and all that fun stuff in between. I'm Aaron, and to my right is... Spears. And to his right is... <laughs> Eric. And uh, this is obviously the number one conversational podcast, because we're going to go off on tangents. If you listen to last yes. week, you'll know that the Spider-Man conversation somehow ended up becoming a Robotech, and then a Toys from Our Childhood conversation. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what we're talking about this year, but I have this beer. I don't even know why I said this year. I'm at right now. Yes, because we're traveling back in time. Ooh, actually, we kind of are traveling that back is. in time mm-hmm. right now. So let's get going with our uh, Geek Week uh, topic of the podcast. Mm-hmm. So recently, uh, Super Mario 3, 25th anniversary since it's a North American release. Yeah. So... Eric, why don't you start us off? Why am I starting this off? I don't know. The person who has the research is to my left. Mr. Oh, Perry. the research. Research, okay, you so say. Research. You, you may be over overstating research. Uh, Obviously, the third installment in the Super Mario Brothers. Yes. Um, franchise, at least in North America. Mm-hmm. The second Super Mario Brothers was a was a remake of a uh, Japanese game. They just mm-hmm. sort of ported it over. But the yeah. third one was the first like real one. They yeah. actually took an extra year because of something. I don't remember what you were talking about. I think, well, critically, like, it was... I don't know. For me, it was the first video game I ever saw get a big mass market commercial push. It it also had the biggest, like, graphical jump. Yeah. Like, Super Mario 1 and Super Mario 2. Very similar, Mm. yeah. And then 3 was just like a, let's take the good stuff, add some more good stuff, make it look even more pretty. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. You couldn't imagine games getting any prettier than that. Obviously. Yeah, because at that point, it's just like a cookie cutter, cookie cutter, cookie cutter. It's all the same. All the early NES stuff had the same color palette. but More or less, yeah. But yeah, the marketing push for this game was crazy. I remember it being everywhere, even though I was just nine. <laughs> but, Damn it. Yeah, like... Um, well, wait, because we're talking 1989, right? 89, 90-ish. 90, 90, because it's 2015 now. 25 years. Yeah, so. math. Yeah, that whole thing. I'm not the teacher in this group. (laughs) (laughs) Two thirds. (laughs) But yeah, that that was also the. I think the year just before was the year that the that the wizard came out, and that had a big, big push for Super Mario Three. It It did. It was the climax of the movie. The the wizard, as it were. Went to Cal- California, <laughs> entered that game competition, and he beat the kid with the power glove at Super Mario Three. And obviously, and it was cool because we'd see it was the first time we'd seen the game in action, and it had all these new things like mm-hmm. the cards at the end, or the the, um, the suits, the suits, yeah, or the yeah. the flutes that uh, did the warping. Because mm-hmm. normally you just go to the you just keep playing cards, through and right? you keep playing through, yeah. And mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but the Wizard is one of the best movies ever, even though it's only, <laughs> it's only getting a three out of five on IMDb. <laughs> well, um, regardless of quality, it certainly, certainly made an impression. On me, for sure, yeah. Fred Savage, Bo Bridges, Christian Slater. Who else was in that? Uh, well, Super Mario 3 and the Power Glove. Yeah, the Power, Power Glove, Glove, I think, was the one thing that I singularly remember about that movie. It's <laughs> and, so cool. Other than oh, <laughs> no, so bad. It's it's 
It's so bad. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's when bad was good back in the 90s when back was everybody up else. was down left was right yeah the wizard was 89 the year before mario 3 came out yeah so oh. but you gotta you gotta think that was a huge thing to have like a whole movie basically just be the launching pad for this video game can you like think of anything else like back pre-internet era that had such preamble like such a preamble to its release and generating like such a such an interest in it yeah nothing was really it was a giant commercial for the game Mm -hmm. which was awesome because they also made a lot of money from it yeah awesomely shameless yeah (laughs) (laughs) we're back in the 80s you know cartoons were commercials and like think of the cast like it had christian slater who was Mm -hmm. stupid big at that point so is Ben Savage better, Fred? Fred Savage, Fred Savage. yeah, because he, he was, was in the he was just coming in, yeah, he was just like in his like Wonder, Wonder Years, years. Uh, phase there. Yeah. You know, I can kind of see well, how it bridges, happened. Yeah. Like according to according to the Wikipedia page, like it was pitched as a sort of like Tommy meets War Games kind of thing. Yep. <laughs> like, and I can see that. Like the 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 protagonist of the Wizard is so called because he's an autistic uh, child who can't really communicate or. Um, I guess really interact with people, except when they put him in front of a video game, he's amazing at it. Yeah. So okay, wait a minute. So there's this kid. He's possibly autistic. Goes on a road trip to win this big competition or something. California. That's not really why he went west, right? Wait, uh, Fred Savage is trying to get him away he, from the family that was getting him right. Out. But he breaks him out of an institution. Isn't that Rain Man? Yeah. Was Rain Man out at this point? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. But like uh, Tobey Maguire is also in this movie. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> this what? Was his first, this was his first big yeah. one, wasn't it? Yeah, his first movie. Yeah, yeah. and there's like a, I don't know. This movie was it hit a chord with me. I still uh-huh. love it. I watch it. I watched it like two weeks ago, two three weeks ago, and then I stopped because Megan was just like no. <laughs> but I loved it. The music. Jenny Lewis is in it. Jenny Lewis. Huh. No, she's a musician. That's oh, cool. Okay. That's cool. I know. I know. I am the youngest and hippest in this. Uh, yeah. In this. Yeah, because I remember when that came out, I was like, "Man, this is so cheesy." <laughs> like, yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't buy into it. But then again, it's probably because I just wasn't. So, like, my first foray into Nintendo was the Game Boy. So, yeah. yeah. Like, so I, you don't really have that nostalgia. Like, I. Yeah. My Super Nintendo. My my first gaming system was probably when I was five ish. 86? Yeah, that, that's probably when I got the NES. Mm-hmm. I had Mario, I had Duck Hunt, uh, yeah. Zelda, mm-hmm. and then Super Mario. I didn't have Super Mario 2, but I had Super Mario 3, for mm-hmm. sure. And Metroid. Yeah. yeah. Did you have the um, the robot? No, the robot? no, I got it post-Rob. Yeah. But I didn't really find the use for it anyway. Yeah. Burger Time? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No. Yeah, because there was the one game for that robot that yeah just Bone lift the, the gates, ro- yeah, yeah. lower the gate, yeah. Mm. No, I, I can see why that maybe didn't catch on too widely. Yeah, but hey, good on them for taking a stab at it. Yeah, they're yeah. well. Nintendo's known for trying to innovate, if, even if they're like graphically behind. They're trying to do something new. Like mm-hmm. remember when the Wii came out? Like that was that yeah. was intense. Like grandmas were playing that just because yeah. They could stand up and play Wii watching, tennis and yeah, stuff. Watching kids play it in the Eaton Center in mm-hmm. Toronto, just watching some kid obviously playing the boxing game, but thinking he was like Bruce Lee or something. It was, like, <laughs> that was insane. The Wii was the first time I ever lined up overnight for something. Wow. And I, it was I remember that, too. We, we, we were working on a show, show, yeah. And then I took a part of my cast. We waited in line. We were playing our DSs. Wes. We, it was you and Wes who me went. Me and Wes and Martin. 
Martin went? I think. Oh. Pretty sure, because we were seeing the drive. I didn't Martin have thing. money to spend on it, and I was so pissed that I couldn't go with you. you. Did you not? Oh, you left too, because yeah. we stayed over. Like, we went back the next day. We hooked up a Wii, <laughs> and we turned the controller, like, 360 so that you could see the hand turned upside right. down, and I blew our brains. <laughs> Why that would blow our brains, I don't know. But, like, like it was a big deal. For that. Yeah. Like, their marketing for that was phenomenal. Like, mm-hmm. they've always, they've usually done good marketing. Recently, they've sort of hit a, like, a rough patch, like, with the Wii U and the, the new 3DS that's coming out next month. I've been out of circulation a bit. Like, what... What is happening with like, Wii U? Wii U is actually getting some good games, but people don't realize that it is a new system. People just think it's an accessory for the Wii. Like, is it just a tablet that you add on? No, it's actually a new system. Mm. They would have done way better if they called, like, the Super Wii or the, the yeah, Wii 2 just... or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I like the, the Super, Super Wii. Wii. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, even the new, the new 3DS that's coming out next month, they're calling it the new 3DS instead of, like, So what's that of? What sets it apart? It has yeah. a faster processor. Mm-hmm. The camera tracks your head movement, so whenever you're, you tilt a little bit over it, it switches. It like switches the three D so that it doesn't freak out your eyes. Right. It has a right thumbstick, so that it's called a C stick, and you can do it to you know control cameras and stuff, just like yeah. a Vita or something. Cool. And it's a better <clears throat> processor. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so they should have just be... called it like the Super Three D S. Yeah. S three D S. That would have made like that. Mm-hmm. That would have been a nice like little like bookend. But the new yeah. super like the new three D S is just horrible. Who thought that was a good idea? Yeah. <laughs> so something. That's funny. Yeah. Like Marvel goes through branding phases like that, where mm-hmm. like everything is like new X Men, new Avengers, young mm-hmm. X Men, young Avengers, mm-hmm. all new everything. Mm-hmm. But if you're doing that with hardware, like yeah, that's a pretty like, big commitment. You gotta set it apart. Yeah. It's true, and like. Think of what uh, other things that Nintendo has done. They had their Super Oh, Nintendo. the vir- the virtual they, oh the virtual boy. Virtual boy. Oh. Virtual boy was a misstep, but that was because of te- hardware yeah. issues and you know people you getting know seizures and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like, but like the whole vector graphic idea was like it was just ahead of its time. Yeah. Like they they came up with some really good ideas. Well, they take yeah. risks. If they, if they yeah. executed it badly, then you know they own it. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And they have enough first party stuff that people will come back for. Yeah. Like, really, how many times are you going to play Legend of Zelda? It's the same game over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Except you play it every time it's released. It's my favorite game yeah. series. Like, but then you get to Ocarina of Time, and it's like, what's old is new again. And yeah, but it's still yeah. pretty much the but same thing over yeah. and over. But, like, Majora's Mask, arguably mm. the mm. most different because it's not the same. Like, it, it's that rotating clock. The clock that keeps it going back in time, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And, like, that was a good step for them. And I think they made a movie out of that with Tom Cruise. Oh, The Edge of Tomorrow. <laughs> which is a good movie if you yeah. have not seen it. Highly will, recommended by... I will, give it a thumb, I will give it a thumbs up. Yeah, oh, yeah. It was, yeah. it was enjoyable. Yeah. I died. Like, it had a good hick, like, good mix. A oh, good hicks. A good mix. <laughs> although hicks was in the... No, yes, it wasn't hicks. <clears throat> no, it was... Uh, Hudson? Over, Hudson. Yeah, Hudson. 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 Uh, <laughs> Maybe we should roast a couple of s'mores in Kumbaya. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know? So the Call of Duty, um, they have zombies right now. They released the zombie pack. Right. And Bill Paxton is one of the voice actors, and he says "Game Over, Man." <laughs> and oh. It, and, oh my God, it's so good. That's funny. also um, isn't Call of Duty supposed to be like a super realistic war simulator? Yeah, they have they have like a uh, like a special like uh, special feature where they do a zombie mode where you kill zombies. Right. They did Aliens in the last one with a different zombie again. They've done zombies for a couple of years. Um, huh. So it's Bill Paxton, John Malkovich. 
Um, <laughs> who was the Shane from The Walking Dead? Oh yeah. And oh, yeah. Um, some girl I don't remember her name. She's not that important. But, uh, <laughs> the best, obviously, is gonna be Bill Paxton in that game. Yeah. Why not? Um, what were we talking about? <laughs> oh, retro gaming. Yeah. Yes. Super Mario. Super Mario Three. Twenty fifth. It holds a nice little piece of my heart. Like I can yeah. still remember beating that game. Like. Mm. On, like, this... It wasn't, like, your first game or anything. No, my first game was probably... Not my first... My first game was probably Galaga. I, I remember going with my dad to the arcades. Back when there were arcades kids in yes. North America. Oh, my God. And um, that was his favorite game. But I also remember going to, like, the gym in Niagara Falls, and they'd have a Asteroids machine, which I was really yeah. bad at because I had that ball mm. controller. Yes. <laughs> and then, like... A bunch of other games. I really like pinball as a kid. I still love pinball. Yeah, it's um, it's a lost, um, it's definitely a lost uh, uh, kind of like moment of the eighties where the kids will never understand that if you wanted to ever go and play a video game, you actually had to go to a place and mm. do it, and you had to dump money into it that you would never see ever ever again. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But the payoff would be the bragging rights that that's my name on the screen. Yeah, there. the three letters. That, yeah. yeah, like the like the initials. <laughs> and, then, and then you get the hardcore kids that would just dump like m- like quarter after quarter into that machine so they could own like four a... scores to like do some like fun little like. <laughs> but you couldn't messages. just keep a machine. Like if someone put their quarter on the screen, you had the yes. Over. Yeah, like that's stuff that kids. Oh, that was totally that. That was a physical hierarchy, though. Yeah. 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 Like, don't ask me how I know, but if you're like this little <laughs> scrawny kid putting your quarter on the thing, there's some yeah. bigger kid there already. The kid's just taking your quarter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it depends. Like, it depends where you yeah. play. Like, I, I used to play at the the mall in St. Catharines, and that's yeah. where I played Super, no, Street Fighter Two for the first time. Yeah. Oh, and that like, blew my mind the that, first time I saw yeah. that. I've yeah. never seen anything like yeah. it. People would definitely line up their quarters there. Like you remember seeing like four or eight quarters there because it was just a quarter. Mm. Unlike the dollars <laughs> that you get at Dave and Buster's or higher now. Yeah, Speaking of, if you go to Dave and Buster's now, we should probably go. They have the Star Wars <laughs> Battle Pod. Do you, yes, do you I saw that. That looks so sick. Dave and Buster's. If you want to sponsor a podcast, we are <laughs> Geeks with Kids. <laughs> CN so this... at Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it's amazing. Like it's, we'll review you. Yes, we will. <laughs> Like, um, it might be positive. It, it, it will be if it's a Star Wars game because yes. it is, like it encompasses you. Like there's a jet game that they have right now, and I went in there, and I actually felt a little sick after I came up because no it was kidding. so fast, and I, it takes your whole periphery, peripheral vision too. So it looks like you're there, and it's just crazy. Yeah, it's. Um... Like, I remember uh, seeing the videos for those Battle Pod things, and I'm like, that's finally, like, the kind of, like, video game experience I've always wanted to have, where mm-hmm. it's, like, you're it's not just immersed. you're not just looking at a screen, but you're, like, you're in it, like, yeah. almost simulator level. And it's kind of, it's not something that you can easily do at home. Exactly. Like, you can't do that with, like, a PS4 out of the box. Although I hear the Project Morpheus or um, the... Oculus Rift, Oculus. like yeah. Oculus when you Rift. put on yep. those headsets and you put on the the noise canceling headphones with it, it'll it totally immerses you to the point that some people may actually freak out a little bit. There's a video yeah, of, I've... <laughs> of the girl who plays Arya Stark putting on an Oculus Rift and going up the wall was one of the video um, demos that they did, and she huh. sort of freaked out, and it was really cute and really funny. Aww. Yeah. Uh, because child actors. I know she's awesome, <laughs> and I'm looking forward to. Is she Jean Grey now? No, no, that's um, that's Sansa. Sansa. Oh, yeah. 
Arya Stark is tapped to play Ellie from The Last of Us in the Last of Us movie. Oh. Which is one of my favorite games, so yes. if you haven't played it, play it. One of the um, yeah, it's one of those things now that being a parent, I can't go back and look at it the same way. Although yeah. I'm like I'm close to finishing it, I gotta we'll, get back to we'll, it. Some we'll point. talk but about yeah. it in another podcast. Yeah, I, I have yet to play it or I, even see this apparently emotionally devastating intro. I sort of just so. want to show it to you after this podcast, just so you can see it and see if you could handle the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what also held hold little things in my heart? What's that? Retro gaming. Back Love to it. the top. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even the host this time. Nice. <laughs> uh, but like, do you remember like I remember playing the old Ninja Turtles like the old Ninja Turtles game or the arcade like, game. Or no, oh, the, the X Men game? The one before. The one that. on the NES. Yeah. Oh. Ninja Turtles game there or Mega Man. Yeah. And those games were so hard, but we were so good at them back then hmm. because Obviously, you get one game a year, maybe two years. Yeah. So you get that game, and you would learn it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the I'm gonna skip school to play this game yeah. and get good at it. I never skipped school because I was little. Uh. Yeah, I'm not, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, but um, yeah, like never, certainly a long way from it. the season pass DLC stuff we see today. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's a whole topic on its own. Like, yeah. Yeah. We'll, 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 we'll bitch about. We'll explore oh, that. Yeah. In a, yeah. I think that could eat up a whole podcast <laughs> itself, especially yeah. with like a new crop of games that are going to be coming out soon. Yeah. But, once you guys get your PS4s, you will just see it all mm-hmm. over the place. Yeah. And if you play and, Destiny with me, yes, which you should. <laughs> so if Sony wants who makes to, Destiny. Uh, it would be Activision, isn't it? No, it's well they they're publishers, but right. it was Bungie. That's right. Bungie. So yeah. Bungie wants a sponsor. Yeah, and Sony <laughs> and Activision or any other game proper. Or Nintendo. Yeah, Nintendo. Even though your marketing recently has. If you're listening to this podcast and would like to sponsor a podcast. <laughs> Nature Bar. Nature, Nature Bar. <laughs> Hulu Plus. Hulu. <laughs> What's that other one though? The, the one with the with the um, with the audiobooks. Oh, audio audible. Books. <laughs> uh, audible! 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 Yeah. yeah. We uh, like books. We should talk about books. We will. We all yes. read books. Yeah, we'll do that. Like, do you book. read books? Um, I can't get away from them at school. But the one <laughs> we've been talking about again, retro gaming, that uh, kind of has a hook back is Ready Player One. Oh if yeah. You grew up in the '80s or the '90s. You remember arcades. You remember. Uh, War Games, Back to the Future, Star Wars, Doesn't Matter, uh, Dungeons and Dragons, they nod, uh, the book takes a nod at. It's a great uh, great homage to uh, just early childhood memories. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, go check it out, uh, Ready Player One. And it's neat that like even all of these um, these newer systems are playing on that retro nostalgia. Yeah. Because you'll see like little indie games that come out that look like those 8-bit or 16-bit games. Yeah. Like Tower Fall Ascension. Did you guys play that when you were at my no. house? No. It's, you were telling us about it. It's though. so much yeah. fun. It's a four-player uh, battle game, but it's like it's it's couch co-op or couch uh, multiplayer. Right. So you can't play that over the internet. Yeah. But it's but like you got to play like, with your friends. And, yeah. Like old Goldeneye type. Yeah. Days. And that's <laughs> the thing. And that was the thing about retro gaming too. Is that you know if you wanted to play with a friend, you had to go to their house. Mm-hmm. Or again, you had to go to the arcade. You just. You know, oh, just wow. sit back in the comfort of your own home at twelve o'clock in the morning. I remember there was some there was some kid on my block that I barely knew, and one weekend we just barely had started to bond over uh, NES games. So we took like 
all the NES games I had, and it felt like a mountain of them. But those cartridges were so big and bulky, yeah. like five or six of them, and I had a full like shopping bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. So and we, I was walking them over to his house, and like. This story is apropos of absolutely nothing, but then my, <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Then, so then my mother, podcast. my mother peels around the corner in our like station wagon, and she's got my brother in the like in the passenger seat, and that was a big deal. Like kids never rode up front. Like that was a huge hire and possibly a safety thing. <laughs> yeah. It is now. I don't yeah. Think that. yeah. <laughs> oh sure, I'm sure back then you just throw your kids in the trunk and like whatever happens happens. The back of a pickup, if yeah, you, you will. will. <laughs> <laughs> um, like a back of a Volkswagen. But and, and anyway, and my mom's like, "Get in, get in. We have to go to the hospital." I'm like, "What?" Turns out that my brother had been um, trying to like help out in the kitchen and helped a knife into the palm of his hand. <laughs> oh. So we we was Mr. Okay, me. <laughs> yeah. so we was going to the hospital. And I remember, like, looking at this bag of games, and I'm like, do I want to bring this to the hospital? What if somebody steals it? Meanwhile, my brother's, like, clutching his hand in the car. And my mother's like, get in! Um, Good I don't remember every anything really much like that. I remember going. Uh, I don't know if friend. anyone remembers anything like that. That was absolutely a moral. I, I, yeah, well, I kind do remember of, going to game. Like that's what you did. You went over to your friends. Yeah, you games. brought a stash with you. Like, um, or you went over to your friend's house to play yeah. games you didn't play. Like they come over to your house to play games you didn't. Yeah. Play. I remember when a blockbuster video opened up, and oh. we finally had access to reliable, up-to-date video game rentals. Mm. Like that became a big thing to rent a new game for the weekend yeah. and go over to someone's house. I don't think I ever got a thing a place to rent video games until the Super Nintendo. Yeah, and then, that I was think, that was around when Blockbuster mm-hmm. opened. I think I rented a Super Nintendo for my birthday one, <laughs> oh, one year. And that's that, so cool. That's how yeah. we ended up buying one, because Super Mario World. Yeah. Yeah. So that game was amazing. And for the young listeners that don't know what Blockbuster was, if you wanted <laughs> movies and video games, you had to go to a place, and they lined them up on shelves. <laughs> and you could pick them out. And they would have these surly clerks behind the counter. <laughs> it, it's actually really sad. Like I miss going to Blockbuster and finding, like, little random movies on yeah. the shelf and you're like oh this this is a neat cover maybe yeah. I'll... you know i worked at a blockbuster for about 10 minutes and it was it was a really good part-time job i think yeah. i remember you working at a blockbuster yeah i um... uh, i knew someone that worked at the blockbuster no i don't think that was me no that, that wasn't you i don't think that at university plaza yeah that was that uh, was Jumbo that was, video, wasn't it? That was more. That was Jumbo Video. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Free popcorn. Free popcorn. Oh, yeah, you're right. That you're went right. out of business long before Blockbuster <laughs> did. <laughs> they were smart. They were like, "We need to get out of here now." Yeah. Well, Blockbuster tried to do the online thing too. Right? Oh, too little, too late. And then they're like, yeah. "We're not Netflix. Let's just fold." Yeah. <laughs> So and YouTube, blo- that'll well, it's a shame actually because the uh, Blockbuster Canada was actually in relatively healthy shape yep. when it closed yeah. down. They pushed to. At least, like, keep the stock, keep the operation going, even if they had to change the name. Yeah, but they were they were pretty good, they unlike were, Target, yeah. which was uh, just in a hole. Yeah. And should have stayed around for a little bit longer. Yeah. We miss you, Target Canada. Yeah. If you work for Target Canada and would like to sponsor a podcast... You can't, because you have no money. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I feel bad about that. Like, yeah. they... they it was a good store. Like I like going there. They had good baby clothes. Yep. Their they mobile had... department was fantastic, yes. particularly in Ancaster. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Got my phone there, you know. Um, <laughs> the video game section was all right. Like, oh. okay. they had cool baby toys that I can't yeah. find anywhere else. Like, they have some good Canadian-made, yeah. like locally made, baby mm-hmm. toys. Like, there are some like Montreal, which is really nice. But where am I gonna find that now? Like, yeah. I don't want to go to 
Ma- well, I like mastermind toys, but if you were getting mastermind toys, it wouldn't like this one. <laughs> we're calling this We're Selling Out Show. Uh, and scene. Because just like the Ferengi uh, rules of acquisition, nostalgia does have a price. Oh, see, Trekkie over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little bit, you know. I dabble. That's fair. I like like some Trek. I'm more a Star Wars fan. Yeah. We'll talk about that in the next At another show. podcast. So, <laughs> retro gaming. Um so early experiences for me yeah because i totally missed out on the rise of the nintendo i went from atari 2600 from uh when i was about five years old six years old and then the next one that my parents got because they wanted something for quote unquote school Mm. they got me the commodore 64 and thank goodness one of my friends up the street who again kind of going off a little bit on a tangent but not really again video game sort of violence or things happening in connection to video games these two used to play Atari 2600 against each other competitively where one day the older brother got so mad, pulled the uh, cable off of the joystick and tried to start strangling his brother with it, <laughs> and then when that failed, started chasing him around the house with a with a butcher knife. Uh, you know, yeah. So, kind of creepy, but anyway. Um, so then, we got the Commodore 64 and they ended up getting it too and it was one of the best things that could have ever happened mm-hmm. because very quickly and very early on, you found out that if one person had a stack of games, Everybody could have a stack of games, yeah. and yeah. that was like brilliant. Yeah, like, that's, I, what, that's what we learned in the NES too. Yeah, and then people started blowing into crutches and, and ruining them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wait, ruining them? Yeah, yeah, it was not good. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> don't you mean rescuing them and making them work? Yeah, yeah, yeah work. that's that's why you did that. Not adding moisture <laughs> to it and. Yeah, you know, maybe rusting them. But moisture makes things cool. clean, and yeah. clean is good, right? I, I remember when the first time I saw that, someone was like, "Yeah, we're just getting the dust out." I was like, "Why is it dusty? I keep it in the in the little sleeve." Yeah, it or be dusty. just leave it in the leave it in the console. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then my Nintendo was ruined. That's all right. I still use how it. how did it get ruined? I don't know. It it won't read anything anymore. Oh, Even so it wasn't immediately after that when you were no, younger. No, it, it started glitching. Like yeah. that's when it started. I had to start blowing into games. Yeah. After that guy blew into the game for some, and into Don't my they, huh. isn't it? Um, I think uh, Super One Up Games or One Up Games, uh, one of them. Uh, Super One Up Games. I think if you take it to him, they yeah, do they, cleaning and stuff like that. Yeah, I think so, they used yeah. to sell seventy-two pin connectors. Yeah. I'll ask. Yeah. So if um, Super One Up Games wants to sponsor us, <laughs> yeah. Mark, we love you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, like, they sold cleaning kits too at the time. Yeah, like you could buy them out of the box. You know, they're like a little swabby and this yeah, like and they, never worked. Worked. they yeah. never worked. They, I predict, made a lot of money off a bunch of like unused cotton swabs yeah, and rubbing yeah. alcohol. <laughs> but it's cool. Like, um, what are they things? Like, I remember it was such a big culture change. Like, because that the the video game industry was pretty much in the in the nascent bread. to say the least. Yeah. At least you, in North America. Yeah, you like, were on Nintendo the Nintendo brought yeah. it out. Yeah, like, if you liked video games, you were, like, on the fringes. Like, it was like, what? You play video games? You're weird. That's still... Yeah. That was even, still, like... Even when we were growing up, that was yeah. still a thing. Like, e- now it's more acceptable. Very, it's a yeah. multi-billion dollar uh, yeah. industry. So how much do you think Mario 3 was responsible for that? It got the movie pushed through The Wizard. Mm-hmm. It was certainly commercially pushed more than any video game yeah. had been until so that, that point. That was 90, right? Yep. So yeah. was Nintendo Mortal Magazine Kombat. out at that point too? Or? Nintendo Power would have yeah. been out for a couple of years. Yeah. Right. When did so, the Super Mario Brother movie come out? Because uh, that okay. that had to be like pretty soon afterwards, right? Well, I don't know if that advanced the cause so much as it set it back. <laughs> but it, like that, that would have been yeah. the like the at least put it in the next 
you know what? Video games were a viable we can, option. We can figure it out games. because one of the guns they used in that movie was the was the super light gun bazooka thing. Oh, yeah, the super uh, the super scope six. six. I had one of those. <laughs> so many batteries. I think it was, I think it was eight. Oh, six. C batteries or something like that? C batteries? I don't even think my ghetto blaster took that many. Yeah. Super Mario Brothers was 1993. Okay, so a little bit after. Okay. But, like, The Wizard came out in 89. Then you have the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Yeah. Captain Lou Albano. Wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, he was in there. It was uh, 89 as well. Remember, um, Winston from Ghostbusters was on an episode of that show. Was he? Yeah. so many people on that show. It was such a good show because... Ever so often, you get the Legend of Zelda cartoon, yeah. which was horrible. <laughs> now that when I look at it, but it was. But it awesome had a sweet intro. Yeah. yeah. Excuse me, princess. <laughs> oh, never mind. <laughs> so going with that, then, um, with the uh, like when we look back fondly at old like retro cartoons, were there retro games that you thought were awesome? When you were a kid, but you go back and even like think about playing it now, and you're like, "Why did I?" <laughs> no, every take single that retro game that I played, like yeah, from from uh, the NES era and the Super NES, are still amazing games to me. Like yeah. they, the level of I don't want to say artistry, but it could be like that. The level design was brilliant, like especially for what they had to put them on. Like yeah. Super Mario Two, or not Super Mario Two, Mega Man Two is probably one of the best games ever. Mm-hmm. It's one of the mm-hmm. hardest games ever as well. But like the level design and stuff. Back I don't then, think I ever yeah. beat it. It's such a I can't I can't beat a, a Mega Man game anymore. I'm, I don't think my reflexes are that fast. <laughs> I beat Battletoads back in the day. I can't remember if I hmm. cheated, but I definitely remember the ending of it. But you know, if you can't cheated. remember whether or not you cheated, you probably cheated. Probably. I never had a game genie though, so maybe uh, it was a Konami games. game. Mm. Wasn't it? Battletoads? Yeah, no. it was. Yeah, but I don't think it was one of those games that... Uh, up, up, down, down, left, right, left, the right. The last level was so incredibly hard because it was that speeder bike thing. Yeah. You had to do the jumps and then... You just had to memorize was... the pattern. There was yeah. no way There's no way around it. Uh, I remember mid-max. me and my friends made a map of it. Like, we drew it out. <laughs> wow. Like, that's... Well, I had a lot of graph paper because my dad's an architect. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. See, but again, that's another thing that kids these days won't appreciate with serious video gaming is that the game comes with maps. There's maps in the game. You can you download can, maps. Or you can get the go on the internet and be like, I don't know how to beat this. Yeah. I was playing Grim yeah. Fandango the other uh, week. And, like, I when I played that the first time, I didn't really play it. I played a couple of it. It was at my friend's mm-hmm. house. But like I couldn't just go to the internet and be like, "How do I get yeah. this?" Yeah, you had to. to you it. either had to figure it out yourself, or have a friend who got a little bit further than you to kind of like co-op you. Or you call the the power the, line. Yeah, the <laughs> twenty hundred <laughs> number, five uh, five bucks a minute kind yeah. of thing. I yeah. remember um, they actually they actually first uh, you have to go right <laughs> at the. Insert more money. <laughs> I, I don't know if you remember this, but in the wizard they actually. Advertised the the, the helpline. Help I did not yeah. remember that. They're actually in a casino and they're calling in. Wait, they're in a casino? Yeah, yeah. yeah the helpline would help you with like the slot or, machines? No, no. The kids were in a casino because they were hiding from the the, the social hunter. worker guy that was. Trying <laughs> the to, social. And that's the what they called hunter. for advice for. Yeah, they're calling. They were calling for video game advice so they could help the wizard with certain video games. Mm-hmm. Just so case. hang on. So, so the scene is they're running away from a social worker. They hide in a casino. They pick up a phone <laughs> and call a phone number to ask for help in video up. games. Don't 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 judge it. It was the eighties. <laughs> Do you remember the eighties? They wore a lot of like neon colors. You can't you can't feel bad. Yeah. About that. Although now they're 
kind of where it's coming back. Neon toys again. Yeah. I think that, that's early '90s though. Uh, it was both 80s. Late, I, I would say late 80s. Like, I don't know. 80s, uh, 80s I more associate the acid wash jeans and like the Bill and Ted look as opposed to yeah, the Wayne and Garth early look. 80s, that was early 80s, right? That's 84. Class of San Dimas, 1984. <laughs> San Dimas rules. <laughs> San Dimas rules. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, really. No, um, San Dimas football rules. I, I feel like... Yeah. San Dimas high school football, football rules. rules yeah. Like if we're thinking about the wizard in yeah. 1990, it was not... It was sort of at the beginning of all this super video game push because they had, yeah. they had, especially from uh, NES or Nintendo because, mm. you know, they're trying to beat Sega. Back when Sega was a video game company yeah. and not a publisher of video games because they had Captain N on TV yep. and they had the Super Mario Brothers show and all that other mm. stuff. So they were just pretty much the zeitgeist and mm-hmm. media, like ev- everywhere. Was Sonic the Hedgehog a cartoon at that point? No, that was, no, like, not was until, until much still. later. Yeah. That was like when I was in high school. Sonic yeah. was extremely late to the party in terms, at least in North America, in yeah. terms of animation and mm-hmm. whatnot. 93 yeah. was uh, the cartoon. So For Sonic? It's amazing that that felt... Yeah. yeah, but you know, back when you were in like middle school or high school, four years is a literal eternity. But let, like, <laughs> let, let's just think of how awesome that Sonic game was because... The, the one where you Sonic. held the right button and jumped up. Yeah. Well, no, I didn't like any of the Sonic games. But you know who? Well, don't, don't feel, don't be mad at me, internet, for that. The voice of Sonic the Hedgehog was Jaleel White. Do you remember Jaleel uh, White? No way. That was Urkel. <laughs> so that's right. Urkel. So was wait, the wait, wait. The, the voice of the mascot of the the badass urban underdog video game system was Steve Urkel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just I'm checking. Pretty. I'm, yeah. Next, you're gonna tell me that uh, Uncle Phil was uh, the voice of Shredder. Shredder. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uncle what? Phil would destroy Jaleel White. That's true. <laughs> Doctor Robotnik was played by Jim Cummings. Do you know who that what? is? What? Yeah. No the guy way. Who played Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh my god. I'm never gonna look at that the same way uh, ever again. Well, it's weird. Like. Especially when you look back at like yeah. the Fresh Prince episode, and you're like, "That is definitely Shredder." Shredder, yeah, that is Shredder. The one that blew my mind was um, what was it? Um, uh, uh, Ghostbusters, real Ghostbusters. Oh, um, uh, when it was Uncle Joey. Yeah, when it was from Full House. Yeah, Dave yeah. Coulier. <laughs> Who did what? Yeah, he played Venkman uh, for a while. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, was that was, a state? Was that a steady voice cast? No, no, no it, it rotated. A lot. Yeah, I, I thought so. Arsenio Hall was the first Winston. What? Yeah, uh, he was the first Winston. Um, uh, Lorenzo Music, who did Garfield, uh, the Fat Gummy Bear, <laughs> <laughs> was uh, was the voice of Venkman for a while, and then yeah, then Dave Coulier came in. Uncle Joey. Yeah. You know, I used to think that all of those characters were voiced by Bill Murray. Yeah, I because no, I, he only yeah. did one cartoon and it was Garfield and it was Garfield. That was, that was <laughs> oh the movie. Uh, yeah. yeah, like mm. like look at all those cartoons. We don't have anything like that now. Not least, anymore. Not yeah. that I'm looking for cartoons. Well, I sort of am. Yeah, sort of am. Well, I'm thinking, you know, like what are the what are the cartoons I want? To, you know, my little guy Mercury to uh, yeah. watch. So I'm like, am I going to download old episodes of Transformers or not? It's like they were fun you know, for the time, but I'm like, I don't know. Have you watched it recently? It doesn't hold up as much as it was. Same Don't tell Joe. me that. I love it all. I, I watched Thundercats a couple years ago, and it's horrible. Wait, which yeah. one? The new one that came out in 2011? No, like the old 80s one. The old yeah. one. The newer one was actually pretty good. Yeah. Huh. 
I was surprised, and I was actually quite upset when it got canceled. Huh. I'm surprised that He-Man and with cats had so had such legs to it. <laughs> Thundercats was more than that. There was a mummy, obviously. Yeah. He-Man magic. didn't have. A so wait, wait, you mean he, there was a skeletal mummified antagonist? <laughs> <laughs> There's so wait, many. No, 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 no. He he didn't live in a he didn't live in a snake mountain. He lived in a pyramid that was totally not. It's not the same. Had obviously, the <laughs> it's different. It's funny because I'll sing the. The He-Man theme to my kid, and uh, she, she she laughs. It's, it's really bad, but it's really fun. And then I'll switch over to Shira. How did we get on this from video games? We're talking retro cartoons. It's phenomenal. Yeah. Well, Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, it's all connected. Back to the Super Mario. Super Mario Three, twenty-fifth anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh yeah, like um, it, it 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 was very very influential in my life. Like, I really mm-hmm. this is probably why I'm a little addicted. Don't tell my wife that <laughs> to video games. Like, I love them. Yeah, the story, like you know, it wasn't really storytelling. Like, it wasn't the greatest, but it still mm-hmm. had a was, narrative. Right? Yeah, there were there were some games that had, even though they were like completely open, just the narrative was there. And then you get into the Final Fantasies where, yeah, where it's all really that really started in the Super Nintendo yeah. versions. I thought I never Final Fantasy the first one was on the NES. Though. Yeah, mm-hmm. but that that was that not was... very narratively strong. Yeah. The narrative was mostly implied. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it still had a story compared to like, mm-hmm. say, I don't even know an NES game like Mega Man. Did Mega Man have a story? No, know, right? not per, not, not per se. Beat the levels. Run, jump, shoot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think the the first vestige of plot appears in Mega Man Three when a recurring villain is revealed to be the prototype model of Mega Man. Yeah. They are robots, but and that makes them robot brothers. But even then, they didn't really have a story until the Mega Man yeah. X, right? Yeah, and even that was largely implied, unless you read the supplementary, like the the instruction manual and whatnot. I feel like I did. Yeah. I, I oh, I absolutely did. I was obsessed with the Mega Man mythology. I don't know about you guys, but I, do you open up, ever open up a video game and then take out the the instruction manual and smell it? Yes, it's yes. got that. New it has manual. A new, it's got new manual smell. Yes, used exactly. to. Yes. Yeah, I still it's do that. that now. I don't know what it is. It's like um, it's like back in the day. I don't know if you guys remember uh, Ditto copies. That purple acetate stuff that smelled like alcohol and got you high for like five minutes. I feel no, like you're much me. older than me. <laughs> you know, but, I remember. No, it's got that, it has that same kind of like smell where it's just like mm, mm. I, whatever the ink or the paint or whatever it is that they put on the paper there. It just smells yeah. it, beautiful. It makes me really <laughs> sad that they don't con- uh, those instruction manuals yeah, anymore. Yeah. Like you remember look, like looking at them. Well, obviously, you didn't play Mario. The Zelda but, ones in particular were just yeah. were beautiful. Well, the that, even the Commodore 64 ones and uh, some like the early uh, Sierra games that all uh, the, Sierra for the PC games, games PC all yeah. had like the, there were like the fold-up posters and yeah, maps and like there were maps. There were posters. There was backstory to like the game and everything. And now you have to pay extra for all that stuff. Like uh, <laughs> when I got a map, a star map with my destiny, and I paid like a hundred bucks for this extra. Thing and it has a little book that has all the a map that you could probably stuff. download in PDF for free probably. as soon as the game dropped. Although I love that game and I hate it so much. We'll talk about that in the podcast. Yeah. But yeah. Um, but um, I think I I feel like retro gaming was, especially for me. I, I don't know why I keep on saying this. I, I think that um, <laughs> seeing the evolution of video games to what what it is now has yeah. made me appreciate it way more. 
Yeah. Then if I did, like, if I was a kid now, I feel like I'd be one of those little bitchy kids on the internet, talking on the headsets and just being like a troll. Yeah. Hmm. No, I don't. I feel like I wasn't brought up that way, but I feel like that it's easier to get to that point mm-hmm. now because everything's just like, look how awesome this is now. Yeah. Everything's well, right there in front of you. You need to like they need to learn to appreciate video games by going back and playing the Atari Twenty Six Hundred. Yeah. And there was, there was an article a little while ago mm-hmm. on Kotaku where this man was bringing up his yes. son and he had done it uh, in video game form so he did the Commodore 64 Atari you know yeah. that is a very interesting tale from the crib yeah dun, dun, dun. Oh, I was gonna go that way <laughs> I, was gonna, I was gonna segue into that um, so Ew. there was this man who um, who did do that and I mm-hmm. thought I had the article up right now but I don't yeah he started off early like with like the early arcade games uh, I think Pac-Man it was, was more, one of them yeah so those are all Commodore games too but then he worked his way up but how, how did like the working the, the way up go like would it be like as the kid got older you would introduce more systems or would it be like once you beat this game or whatever like did he have a schedule of games so to I speak think it's it well, like a, like it's, a schedule it's been a long yeah. time like he's been doing mm-hmm. this for a long time his it, this article I actually brought it up right now it says that for the last 10 years... He's uh, where's the article from and who's it by? by? It's on Kotaku, and it is by Luke Plunkett. And, uh, yeah, so they, his son Elliot was born, and this, this man, Andy Bio, was doing this to his son. So he was born in 2004. So he's been doing it for the past 10 years, and he's been um, forcing, I guess, forcing this nostalgia <laughs> on his kid. But, like, think of it, that kid is... Uh, playing back like pac-man like, yeah so he's appreciating these games like i love pac-man as a kid when i played old donkey kong yeah those are the greatest things ever and I, hmm, yeah you, you get the little evolution yeah. you get the donkey kong that was on the super i watched Man. my sister beat up a kid who cut in line uh of the pac-man uh, game she was next in line dude tried to cut in front of her i watched my sister beat this kid down so she could play <laughs> pac-man next i've never been more proud of my <laughs> sister ever <laughs> so he started this experiment when his kid turned four um, when his kid turned four, he gave him his first video game. It was Galaxian, which was mm-hmm. which came out in 1979. Mm-hmm. Then Rally X, which was 1980. Bosconian, 81. Dig Dug, oh, yeah. Dig yeah. 82. Yeah. Had Pac- that on PC. Yep. Pac-Man, 1980. Super Pac-Man, 82. Mm-hmm. Pac-Man Plus, 82 as well. And Pac and Bell. There's a lot of Pac-Mans in the early 80s, apparently. <laughs> yeah. So after that, he gave his son the Atari 2600. And... Sort of work. Mm-hmm. So he's working up system wise too. Huh. And the next yeah. one was the NES. But I guess what triggers the like? When do you give up. him the new yeah. game? Like, does he have to <clears throat> beat the old game, or is it on a schedule? Or yeah, what's I his methodology? I don't know. I don't think they really they didn't really talk about it. Um, the, My oldest is almost three. I've got a very limited time scale to implement <laughs> this. Yeah. Well, the good thing about now, like, I wanted like if if my kid. Uh, wants to play video games. I know she's intrigued right now, but that's because she's a baby and I have a PS4. <laughs> there are lights on, the, on my controller. Something is moving, so she looks at it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So um, if she's if she does show an interest in video games, I would love to share mm-hmm. those early games and like, yeah, um, you know, bring it up forward. Like bring it, like there there are some really important games that they need to play. Like yeah. like Super Mario Brothers is a really important yeah. game. Or mm-hmm. You could even skip Legend of the Lost Zelda, even though I think it's an important game. I don't think you should. No. Yeah, no, I don't think so either. Yeah. But I, I think it, you know what? It's important for introducing the notion of an open world. It's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or even Final Fantasy. I would go with Super Final Fantasy, like Final Fantasy Two, mm. uh, which was Final Fantasy Four, well, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
But um, like those games, like Super Mario World was also a very important yeah. game. Or Mario 64, which I didn't even play until a couple of years ago. Well, no, that's a lie. I didn't play Ocarina of Time until a couple of years ago. Mm. But these are important games. Like the first time they start doing 3D, um, like 3D work, like mm. you you can't even imagine how hard it was for them to figure out how to do a camera. Like everything that we play now is based off of. No, I don't want to say it's all based off of Super Mario 64, but the groundwork was there. Yeah. Right. Yeah, the first the first three D platformer mm-hmm. where you could like spin the spin the point of view around the character instead of just like the flat <laughs> it was so clunky. Yeah, God, now that but, so clunky. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, like thanks to that, yeah. got uh, so many more awesome, uh, <laughs> you know, so many more awesome styles of games that way, and that we, you can like control the point of view now. And we can uh, thank Super Mario again for uh, getting Commander Keen out there, and then yeah. uh, Eddie Software making. Getting popular from that, and then making Castle Wolfenstein, Return to Castle Wolfenstein, okay, Wolfenstein 3D, Duke and Nukem. then to Doom, and to Duke Nukem. Duke Nukem was uh, 3D Realms. Was that 3D Realms? Yeah. yeah. Oh, ID did. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. ID. Or it, I always called it uh, ID Software. I call it. Id I think it's ID Software. It's Software, which yeah. I find weird. Um, they did the Wolfenstein. <laughs> well, when you think about the kinds of games they produced, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. yeah. Especially Wolfenstein. <laughs> yeah. Have you played the new Wolfenstein game? No. On, how is it? It's really good and, I and feel like I have strafe shoot strafe shoot strafe shoot <laughs> except this one has a story I don't want to ruin it for you unless you want You'll oh, try oh does it start with the uh, Juno beach landing and you have to storm the... <laughs> no actually it doesn't oh um, uh, but it's uh, it is good I'll, I'll, you, you'll see I'll, I'll show it to you sometime I'll show you damn it <laughs> um, it's sort of an alternate universe where the Nazis actually take over mm. it's actually really neat huh really really good which is surprising because people were and I don't think <laughs> really swear. <laughs> but, um, there was no multiplayer for it. But people assume right. since it's a first-person shooter, it has to have multiplayer. But, you know, yeah. you don't really need it if it has a good story. I was fine with Uncharted not having a multiplayer. And, and I'm they surprised added that it later. Last of Us had multiplayer. <laughs> and it was really good. Yeah. Did you try it? It, it cannot possibly be connected to the like the story, can it? It's weird because it's factions of uh, people fighting. It's, so it does sort of. Fit. It kind of adds to the. I'd say it adds to like just the the mythology of the story. But it's not like the. It's, it's it can't be multiplayer involving the characters from no, like no, the no, end no, plot. No, no. no. Not really. But again, that's like why I was surprised because I thought, oh, this is just an action adventure like kind of like story but exactly. no there's there's more to it I was yeah. like huh. <laughs> and like that that game like the storytelling and everything is like sort of it's for me the pinnacle of gaming right now The Last of Us mm-hmm. especially the PS4 remaster which looks really really good so if anyone from that company wants to sponsor us <laughs> we are good geeks with kids I think uh, I think plugs are beating out tangents this, oh, yeah. uh, this round <laughs> plugs 15 tangents 12 um, but yeah like, that should totally be our dodgeball team the tangents <laughs> um, are we playing dodgeball? Uh, uh, I don't know such a dangerous by day oh man I'm turning into old Oh. Man, you can get hurt playing dodge, so young man. It's because you're still playing with wrenches, that's why. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you can dodge, dodge a ball. Oh, I, I hope that my kid will be interested in mm-hmm. playing those retro games. Like I think, I think, I think. I think I, so that if they see us doing it, then they'll probably just at least pique their curiosity and want to know mm-hmm. like a little bit of like where we got that from. Well, we'll say, that's. The, 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 
Sorry. Sorry. Um, what was that book? Ready Player One? Yeah, Ready Player One. So that might be yeah. a nice thing for them to read. I have a... Uh, is it... Is it's it a little more adult-oriented. It, it's mostly they, There are some... There are some passages in there. Like, I yeah. honestly considered sharing it with a class at one point, but then there were some uh, passages in there where I'm like, I'm going to have some explaining to do. Yeah. But, I also have, like, I have art books, like, called The Arts of the Art yeah, of Video yeah. Games. So it, that's the progression of uh, video games, which is, I think, really... Well, it's interesting. It seems to be becoming, like, a form of literacy in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Like, the same way that there's a literacy to film and a literacy to novels. I know that there are video game companies out there that are trying to say it is art. Like, I think it... It, it can is, be, oh, certainly. Yeah, interactive art. Like, have you ever played Journey or... Um, oh, beautiful. Flow or anything like that? Yeah. Those games are gorgeous, and those are little works mm-hmm. of art. And I think it's really important to... To know that uh, Smithsonian has even started like tagging games, like, yeah, they're, they're in, like they're in like museum. their cultural, their moments in culture, moment in our like exactly. moment in our existence that you know speak to like speak to future generations. Yeah, so why not? Even when movies started coming out, people were calling it trash, right? And now we're looking <laughs> at it like some stuff is like it is art, like yeah. Some, some Meanwhile, Fifty Shades of Grey opened this week. Oh, 250 million reasons why not to see it. And yet, 250 million dollars. Or what was it? I don't even remember. Uh, 240 yeah. and change, I think. But it's kind of it's generationally interesting, though. Not Fifty Shades, but uh, <laughs> but that we're like we're the first generation of gamer to have our kids coming up and experiencing it too. Mm-hmm. Like, the, I never had a moment in my life where my dad sat me down to talk about video games. Yeah. You know? It's true. Although I did play video games with my uncle when I was very little. Yeah. Like, I, that was, yeah. like, I played Kung Fu with him all the time. But, I mean, I'd, I'd go... I would wager that that game was just as new to him as it was to you. Yeah. That's true, that's fair. And that's part of the gaming experience that I'm looking forward to is that because like I wasn't big into Nintendo, <laughs> I want to introduce it to him so that we can both have like a shared like interest in it. So because I never played it, I want to learn you know how to play this Zelda game. I want to learn how to play this other Super Mario game. Yeah. I want to like Metroid, uh, Metroid and Mega Man. I never played when I was a kid, but I'm hoping that he's going to be interested in it. Yeah, yeah, totally. And we can both sit down and kind of figure it out together, kind of thing. Yeah, I feel like uh, <laughs> as we've been growing up, video games have been growing with us. Yeah, the median age of gamers now is thirty-five. Mm-hmm. That's a little bit old. Wait, is that my age? No, that's your that's age. a little bit older than me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> but um, that, like, spread. Well, that was. <laughs> I remember when they did that study it was a couple years ago. Yeah, and it had been that way for a while. So, like, gamers aren't just for kids now. Like, no, for adults or big kids at least. Hmm. <laughs> so. So, Spears, what would be some games you would want to introduce your kids to that you know you have some fun nostalgia for that you think had some bearing maybe in your childhood that you know could spill over for Mm. them if they show any interest in video gaming you know it's funny um i would have said in a heartbeat final fantasy 7 that was the game that made the playstation a good idea to me that was the game that really made me see games as a narrative art in the same way that a novel or a movie is a narrative art Mm -hmm. but I remember, like, I was in grade 10 when that game came out, and I remember going over to a buddy's house to play it, and my, like, my my group of people at the time was kind of a 50-50 split of uh, boys to girls, and I remember we were plugging it in, and early on in the game, there's sort of a flashback to when the protagonist, who's like your standard, I got big spiky yellow hair and a huge sword (laughs) kind of dude, and, um, his sort of brunette, uh... 
quasi-love interest, and they're talking about their shared history and about how, you know, um, shortly before one of them moves away, the others, um, the girl is talking about, you know, how just once she would like to experience what it's like to be rescued, to know what that's like. And oh. over and over my shoulder, I hear one of the, one of the girls go, obviously written by a man. Wow. <laughs> so... So, so no. I guess now I have mixed. I yeah, and uh, in a battle of the sexes kind of way, that is maybe the least of that game's offenses. Right, but if you could like kind of like trim that out, or just kind of find a way to yeah, um, maybe explain. I don't know. It. Am I being overly sensitive in that? Like, yeah. do you think that's something that hinders the overall? Because that game contains a lot of really like sort of positive themes, and even in the male-female relationships, there's mm. really a lot of positive examples and a lot of positive work yeah. in that story. So can you, like, just, like, yeah, like, kind of, like, uh, excuse it for, like, all the good things or just even because there is that one moment? I don't know, maybe. Hard. I think I, I might be it'll, ju- be... it'll be in the moment that you decide, I guess. Maybe. Yeah. Also, I think my kid will probably be a lot older to play Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. yeah. Probably. Long, I mean, it, yeah, that's a long way plus off. hours, and I'm like... You're gonna need. Yeah, you're gonna. Be, you're gonna need a time commitment for that. That. Yeah. <laughs> only university maybe brings around. <laughs> well, I don't know. Hopefully, like I hope my kid doesn't have the same attention span mm. as some kids now. Hopefully, Square gets around to like updating the graphics and re-releasing Seven sometime between now and when my kid is done with video games. They're never games. gonna do it. They're yeah. never gonna do it. They don't want money. They Just want like, to. Yeah. Yeah. They, they want to make their Final Fantasy yeah, no. 15 with their <laughs> boys on a bro trip around the world. Fighting <laughs> monsters. More beer. Uh, but you know, I'm I'm actually excited. Even though I played Final Fantasy 13 and it was garbage, um, I never tried 13-2 or 13-3. Wait, 13-3? They had a 13-3. It was called Lightning's Return or some crap like that. Is that what? was their name? So wait, what was 13-2? Where was Lightning for that one? Oh, actually, I didn't play the first. I so I played Final Fantasy 13 and I got 30 hours in. And they're still giving me tutorials. And I was like, you know what? I'm not, not going to deal with this game anymore. I just can't do it. That reminds me of like the MC uh, Chris bit that he did years ago on Kingdom Hearts 2 versus Resident Evil 4. Have you seen, oh, have you God, that's that brilliant. You know, I never played Kingdom Hearts or Kingdom Hearts. Neither have I. But, but a lot of what he complains about in Kingdom Hearts is just equally Fantasy. true about any other RPG. Yeah, like... How many hours did he spend just, like, with his hands on his hips saying, man, I wish we could do something here, and, like, completing, like, side missions before they could do anything fun. Yeah, I, feel, I feel like I don't... There's a zombie in your face! <laughs> Press A! Press A! You don't have time to make a profile! This ain't no cutscene! Don't so, worry about reloading, we did that for you! So is it pro... I mean, it's saying that... It's Resident Evil 4. Pro Resident Evil 4 just being like, it just the scope. It just gets you right into it. There's no. And that was the one thing I loved about um, Final Fantasy 4. Resident Resident Evil 4 is it was number one, it it just threw you under the bus right away. And Mm -hmm. number two, it was scary as everything. It was my favorite of the. Resident Evil. Yeah. I, I, I have a soft spot for two. I have two a real really soft good. spot two for is two. Okay. Two is way better. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm, 
The difference in technology alone. Yeah. The, mm-hmm. the storytelling and the surround sound was crazy. And I, like, yeah. I used to play yeah. those games in the dark. And now I yeah. can't do that anymore. You can't do that. <laughs> no. I remember now. when Resident Evil 2 was brand new. I was playing that at a buddy's house with the lights out. Mm. And we made it through like the first like hour or so. And in that first hour, you're running through the streets. There's zombies everywhere. everywhere. You're scrounging. Yeah. Like every bullet counts. Like edge of your seat kind yeah. of stuff. And we're like kind of, you know, making our way through it. Fairly blasé, you know, and relaxed. We get into this police station where the majority of the game takes place, and it's more of a quiet, problem-solving kind of thing. Yeah. And what makes us jump out of our damn skin? It's when you're walking through a library, and the floor gives out under you. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the three, like, almost grown men, like, jumping out oh. of their chairs, being like, ah! Awesome. It was like when, they, when you played, like, Silent Hill the first time. Yeah. Right? That oh. game, I did not know what it was about. Cause obviously, the first... Uh, Silent Hill. You're not gonna. You yeah. weren't expecting. And I played it on yeah. my computer because there was an emulator back in the day. Like that was 2000. When I was first year of university. Yeah. That you could pop in the black disc, but not any of the other ones, into your CD-ROM or DVD-ROM. I don't. Yeah. DVD-ROM. Yeah. DVD. That's yeah, why I first got a DVD yeah. player, mm-hmm. and that uh, you could play it on your PC, and it was awesome. And I used to put one. You know, and first year of university, you're obviously not in the right mindset to be doing anything. So <laughs> playing video games, you scare the crap out of yourself because you're yeah. drunk as crap. <laughs> huh. You know, I never played any of the Silent Hill games, but I saw the movie. Yeah. Oh. So you saw Brantford. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was terrified. You know, it was funny because I saw that with my buddy Stu, and we had gone in. It was a daytime show. We saw it mm-hmm. in the afternoon. And we we come out, and one of the key components of the film is whenever they're going into the other world, it gets all foggy, and then the <laughs> big siren happens. Right. So we get out of the movie theater, and it's like a ridiculous amount of fog you can't see more than maybe two meters ahead of you and we're like uh, let's go to did Starbucks. you hold hands we may have held each other for a little bit uh. but, you know my wife is fine with that because it's Stu <laughs> <laughs> yeah. if Stu wants to sponsor a uh, podcast <laughs> but Stu yeah Stu I know yeah. it's not gonna happen yeah. of course Stu maybe we'll get Stu on here one day yeah, we're talking about fun. possibly having some guest stars in the mm-hmm. future. and if anyone wants to maybe even if you're a fan of us and have a question, you can also yeah, shoot us some. Yeah, we've got a we've got an email address, uh, geekswithkids at uh, gmail dot uh, gmail dot com. Oh, I'm getting the uh, script right. Uh, yeah, geekswithkids at uh, gmail dot com. Uh, you can also throw us a tweet at uh, geekswithkidscn. Uh, that's the letter C, the letter N. Uh, you can also follow us on Facebook, like us on Facebook at facebook.com, geekswithkids. And uh, yeah, we'd love to. We'd love to hear more from all the people that are listening in right now. Right now. And, yeah. Maybe our kids. You maybe our kids too. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I, think right. I think that one's mine. Well, let's go be dads. Oh, yeah. okay. okay, so signing off uh, for this week's uh, podcast. Should, I'm, should uh, we ask our uh, wives if we can sign off? Ah, just kidding. This is Aaron. Oh, <laughs> hi, oh. Oh. This is Spears. And this is Aaron for uh, Geeks with Kids. Thanks very much.